חיים חיים ברוכתו We further asked, since the response to the wise child is that Hashem has taken us out of Egypt and we have to keep his mitzvahs because he told us to, and mitzvahs are good for us, since that's what we tell the wise child, it seems like these are both things that, he, that, were, that are novel to him, he didn't know before. If he didn't know that mitzvahs are good, and the mitzvahs are beneficial, and that you have to do them anyways because we, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, So he doesn't know anything really basic about life. So why are we calling him a wise child? So we answered basically by saying that the word you, in the wise child's uh, words, what are the commandments that God has given you, are a reference. He is not excluding himself. Rather, he's excluding the uh, patriarchs. Before the Torah was given, Avitz and Yaakov kept the Torah spiritually, the mitzvah spiritually. And they were able to draw down whatever spiritual lights they were able to draw down with their own efforts. So he understands that. He understands that a spiritual effort can draw down a responding, similar spiritual response, a revelation. His question is, how is it that a mitzvah we do after giving the Torah How is it possible that not only do they draw down something of the light of Hashem, but in the language of the Medrash, whatever their forefathers did before you are just good fragrances. We actually bring down the oil. Or in the language of Chassidus, we learned yesterday, through mitzvah we draw down God's essence. So why is it that we're able to bring down God's essence through our mitzvahs was our question, was, is the wise child's question. In response to the wise child, you tell the wise child, God took us out of Egypt, And through the Jewish people going in Egypt, that purified them and prepared them to receive the Torah. And when they received the Torah at Har Sinai, uh, that is when Hashem, wasn't something that we did with our, did with our own effort, but at Matan Torah, Hashem gave us of Himself. It was a gift Hashem gave us of Himself. That's the basic answer so far. Let's now continue. Uh, we are on... Oiz Gimel. By the way, this is one of the Maimarim that the Rebbe handed out personally. Uh, it's very significant. Um, the Rebbe hands out a Maimar, something that uh, we should pay attention to. Actually, we're up to Isbeis in page 108. <laughs> Our explanation only answers why when the wise child asks this question, he, you, he emphasizes what are the mitzvahs that God commanded you. And we explain that you is specific, he wants to, uh, wants to say my question specifically for the mitzvahs following Sinai. But he could have done the same thing if he would have said, what are the mitzvahs that God commanded us? 
if he would have said us, us would also have been an exclusive term. And that would have excluded the mitzvahs that were done prior to Har Sinai. So why does he say the word you, which not only does it, does it exclude our forefathers, it also excludes himself. He could have said, what are the mitzvahs that God commanded us? That would, that would have also excluded the patriarchs. We're living now post Mount Sinai. And if he said, Hashem, what, why are we doing mitzvahs, mitzvahs Hashem commanded us? We would understand that he's referring to, he's excluding someone. And we would, wouldn't understand that he's excluding the patriarchs. Why does he use an even more exclusive term, what are the mitzvahs that God commanded you, which makes him sound like the wicked son? You also need to understand if that is indeed his question. If his question is about how mitzvahs are able to draw down godliness, how physical mitzvahs are able to have such a spiritual impact, if that's his question, then he should have asked, What are mitzvahs? Why does he specifically mention? The question is even greater. What's the difference between For all practical, practical purposes, you have to do all of them. The difference between them is only what you think about when you do the mitzvah. When you do a mitzvah of a chayik, do the mitzvah just because Hashem said so, because Hashem decreed it upon you. When you do a mitzvah of kivarav aim, a mitzvah that makes sense, you're also supposed to think about the meaning of the mitzvah. Or in the language of the Rebbe, it's not just you should know the meaning of the mitzvah, it's that the mitzvah should, the mitzvah should, that, that intent you have doing the mitzvah should take you somewhere. It should bring you somewhere. It should be a journey. A mitzvah is meant to be a journey that, that you 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 understood the meaning of the mitzvah, and when performing it, you're going with it, you're into it, you, you, you invest yourself in those words, in that idea. But the question of the wise son is not about the concentration, about the meaning and the intent of the mitzvahs. His question is only about the physical performance of mitzvahs. His question is, how is it possible that a physical mitzvah could draw down godliness? If that's his question, then the distinction between one mitzvah and another is not relevant. The difference between one mitzvah and another is only in their meaning, in, their, in, in the thoughts you have while doing the mitzvah, but not in the physical performance of it. And if his question is only relevant to the physical performance, why, why is it important to mention different kinds of mitzvahs? Everyone follow? Okay. Another question you need to understand. In his question, he mentions three kinds of mitzvahs. The father answers him, God commanded us, God took us out of Egypt, and he commanded us to keep all of these. He only mentions one class of mitzvahs in his response. The child asked about all three classes of mitzvahs, all three kinds. And the father only responds with one. What's going on? What's the difference really between one mitzvah and the other? Mishpatim are those mitzvahs that our logic would tell us to do. Like, for example, not to steal, not to, and to honor our parents. 
And Eidos testimonies are those mitzvahs that are a sign or remembrance of something. Like the mitzvah of Shabbos and Pesach. Shabbos remembers creation, Pesach remembers Exodus, Sukkah remembers how Hashem protected us from the clouds of glory, and Tfilin also remembers the Exodus. The mitzvah These mitzvahs, the mitzvahs of testimonies. Although our logic, without Hashem telling us anything, would not, our logic would not dictate that we should do these mitzvahs, Unlike the mitzvah, which we would have figured out also if the Torah was not a, would not have been given. The mitzvah, our logic would have brought us to if there wouldn't have been, if the Torah wouldn't have not been given. We'd have learned modesty from a cat. We'd have learned honesty from an ant. So there are things that we would have, we would have known in the world without the Torah being given. We would have known the general principles of the Mishpatim. But the mitzvahs of, which are testimonies, we could explain them once we do them, but our logic would never have brought us there. But still, once the Torah commands us to keep those mitzvahs, logic says, okay, I get it. Chukam are those mitzvahs, that even after the Torah told us to do them, our intelligence, our seichel, our logic, finds no place for them. They have no place in, in our logic. We only do them because they are a decree from Hashem, and that's how we look at them. And if that's true, then the order of the, of the wise child's questions doesn't make sense. Either you should have said first the ones which are the most logical and proceed to the mitzvahs which are the least logical, the most high, the higher mitzvahs, the mitzvahs are beyond our seichel. You should have said mishpatim edus chukim or you should have said the mitzvahs which are the least, which are beyond our logic and then go down towards the mitzvahs which we can more understand. You should have gone from chukim to edus mishpatim. But instead, what's the order of the wise child's questions what are the edus, which is the middle category, then chukim, the higher category, then mishpat in the lower category. Why is it going all out of order? What does that mean? So, again, let's just recap the questions we asked in chapter 2. Why, if his intent is to exclude somebody with his words, and he wants to say, I'm asking only about the mitzvahs post-Mount Sinai, he should have said, what are these mitzvahs that God commanded us? Question number 2, if his question is about the physical performance of mitzvahs, why does he need to mention uh, the this different classes of mitzvahs. They just say, what are mitzvahs? Number three, if he is already going to, how come the father, when he responds to his child, only mentions one class of mitzvahs, the chukim, and in the child's question, he asks about all three kinds. And number four, we want to understand why does he, why does he order the mitzvahs in that seder of edus chukim mishpatim, which seems to be not in the order of below to above, which then would be mishpatim edus chukim, or in above to below, chukim edus mishpatim. Everyone follow the questions? Okay. Ayaz Gimel. Yuv, and Zebak, Tamash, Kosov, Chakrik, Lushim, Arucham, Yad, Mura, Mardir, Maskel, Zeh, understands the first prefacing what the Friedrich writes in his Maimur, who starts with these words. Sh'omach, Hagavas, Charishin, Bailat, Zebris, Abnas, Lader. He said this in the very first Passover that he had in America on his second trip when he decided 
when he moved here with the intent of living here. The Friedrich Rebbe first came to America um, at, to visit uh, the Jewry in America, and he, he, he went to many cities here, Chicago and uh, uh, New Jersey, and, and then he, he came back again in Tafshin in 1940 to live here. So in this first Passover in America, on his second trip, when he came to decide to live here, the Friedrich Rebbe said the following, the Friedrich Rebbe added a nuance. I mentioned before, he said not only is it difficult to understand why the wise child adds the, the uh, pronoun of you, it's also something that makes him sound like the wicked child. That, that's what the Friedrich Rebbe adds to the, to the uh, question. Then he adds it further. Although the wise child says, Hashem, our God, he does consider himself a part of the Jewish people. He does accept upon himself the yoke of heaven. But that's only in general. Regarding the details of the various mitzvahs, he says, you. He says, what are the edus chukm mishpatim that Hashem has commanded you? So, he does say Hashem, our God. So that just tells us that he subscribes and is patriotic towards the God of Israel. But that doesn't tell us that he's really into it for all the details of eiz chukm mishpatim. When he, gets, when he says eiz chukm mishpatim, he says you. And therefore, we could rightfully assume that he is one of those... Uh, you know, hybrid kind of people, which says, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in general of the Torah, etc., but, but this is, I'm not in there with all the details. And that's why he sounds like the Rasha. At the Fabrengen last night, I just want to share one thing with the Fabrengen, which I thought was very interesting. Um, I forgot who, who was the author of the statement, I think it was a certain Rabbi Kranz. He said that uh, someone flies an American flag on their front lawn, that, that you would think that they're the perfect citizen. No, not the perfect citizen necessarily. They could, uh, they could be the ones who are not so honest with their taxes and the ones who are, who are uh, uh, going past the speed limits and not keeping all the laws of the country. And uh, yeah, they're not, they're not but they, know who they, they identify. They know who they belong to. They know who they belong to. So there's a certain power of identity, which I think, which is the Rebbe's birthday, I think the Rebbe emphasizes quite a lot that despite our shortcomings, the Rebbe emphasizes how a Jew has to know who is it, what his essence is. A Jew is to know he's a part of Hashem. There is a need, as it says in Tanya, to know your, the challenges that you have, etc., but overall, a Jew has to, the Rebbe emphasizes, in our generation especially, which are so critical of ourselves, to, to emphasize that who are you really, you're really, really in Hashem. And it's getting back to our subject over here. So, the wise son, by saying, what are the mitzvahs that Hashem, our God, has commanded you, makes him sound like this. I'm okay in general with the Abisher being our God, but the details of these, these, these the creeds, his creeds aren't, aren't for me. And he sounds like the wicked son. The Friedrich Rebbe emphasizes that it's not just a question of nuance, not just a question of, of why do you choose one word of, or another, like it's a technical question. It's a question which is, which is a lot more um, uh, dramatic. 
by him saying what are these mitzvahs that Hashem has commanded you, it makes him sound that he's only inter- interested in Yiddishkeit in general, that Hashem should be our God, but he's not interested in the details of the Torah. So what does that mean? How could we say that the wise child, in what way is the wise child against mitzvahs? The explanation is like this. The mitzvahs have two components. Let's look at a note to Dala before we go read the Mimer inside. Habir Bezev. This means like this. There's a very high level of revelation where a person feels, when he experiences that revelation, that the will of Hashem, the will of Hashem, the logical reason is all there is. You feel Hashem made a decision, he wants mitzvahs. At that level, there's no difference to what, what Hashem commanded you to do. At that level, there is there, the, the, the logic which classifies different things as desirable and undesirable, or um, fitting or unfitting, appropriate, not appropriate. Those, those terms don't exist yet. This is a level beyond beyond logic, beyond, beyond a place where those terms yet exist. Next, next page in the note. So there's no difference at that level between those things that our logic dictates and those things that our logic does says are the opposite. Don't, don't make sense. The fact that tefillin are square is nothing other than the fact that Hashem wanted them to be square. So when Hashem says not to steal, at that level, you hear square tefillin and don't steal in the same context. These are things that Hashem wants. You don't hear the, the ethical principle of not stealing. At that level where all there is is the will of Hashem, Square tefillin and not stealing sound the same to you. At that level, there's no such thing as ethics yet. From that perspective, from that level of mitzvahs, from going all the way to the core of mitzvah, the fact that a mitzvah is the will of Hashem. There's no difference between one mitzvah and and another. Sorry about that. <clears throat> yeah, at, at that level of mitzvahs, there's no difference in one mitzvah and another. You call a mitzvah all the mitzvahs at that level are just that Hashem decided. Also, the intent you have of doing mitzvahs. From that perspective, every mitzvah has the same intent. All of the mitzvahs are about doing the will of Hashem. Uh, this is similar to what we learned once about the response that we gave Hashem when Hashem asked us to do mitzvahs. 
there's an argument there, Bishmur Rabbi Kiva, what, what we said at Mount Sinai. Hashem said, believe in God. What do we say? So according to uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Yishmol and Rabbi Kiva, we said, yes, we believe in God. Hashem said not to steal. That is an argument. Rabbi Yishmol said, the Jewish people said, no, no, we won't steal. Rabbi Kiva said, the Jewish people said, yes. Why did they say yes? Why did Bishmol say they said no? What, what does that mean? So one explanation is, when Hashem said not to steal, what, did, what was the response? What, 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 what is that about? Is it about just the will of Hashem, or is Hashem also telling us something evil to stay away from? So from the perspective of Rabbi Shmuel, who is a perfect tzaddik, so in each mitzvah he hears the, the character of the mitzvah. So in the mitzvah, don't steal, there's an emphasis on the, on the negativity and the niggardy of, 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 of a person going and stealing and not believing in God and, and taking someone else and hurting someone. So what did the Jewish people, when Hashem said not to steal, they said, Yuck! No, we're not going to do that. According to Rabbi Akiva, though, they were on a higher level. Rabbi Akiva was about tshuva. Rabbi Akiva, his perspective was that the ultimate goal is that Jews should escape from the material and connect to the spiritual, to connect to the Abishta. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva said, the Jewish people said at the Mount Sinai, they said, no, they said, they, they said yes, this is a mitzvah. We're into it, Hashem, whatever mitzvah you give us. From, from the perspective of Rabbi Akiva, the higher Baal perspective, the all the mitzvahs are about the will of Hashem. There's no difference between square tefillin and not stealing. It's all the will of Hashem. That's the way things are from the perspective of Ratzon Elyon, the will of Hashem. Then Hashem, however, contracted his light for, further. He created Chachma, he created the Ten Spheres, he created a concept of Chesed and Rachamim and Gvura. So that caused the world also to have certain concepts. Because Hashem created, He contracted Himself to project Chesed, so that's why in this world, stealing something is considered disgusting, and stuck is considered something good. That's because Hashem contracted his light to project in a way of goodness and kindness. That's why we have that perspective. It comes from Atzilus. Before there was Atzilus, square tefillin and stealing were the same. Mitzarin is Asher Mitzvah from this element in Mitzvah Each Mitzvah has its own content and its own objective and each of each mitzvah draws down a different kind of godly light. From the perspective of how Hashem contracted his his uh, his light. From the perspective of how Hashem contracted his light, so then each mitzvah has its own kind of light. It's not about just the will of Hashem, it's about Tzedakah brings down God's kindness. And uh, doing a mitzvah beautifully brings down Hashem's teferis. So each mitzvah has its own kind of godly revelation. So the lower element of mitzvahs is more about the world. And the intent you have in doing a mitzvah, from the perspective of the lower element of mitzvahs, so then each mitzvah, you have to have a different intent to do each mitzvah. The, 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 you're not just doing the mitzvah because Hashem said so, you're also doing the mitzvah because you're honoring your parents, 
Hashem wants a Jew to have this deep appreciation for his parents, for have gratitude to all people in general, to have a kar satev, to feel to feel respect and, and appreciation of other people. That's what that mitzvah is supposed to bring you to. That's looking at the lower element of mitzvahs, the fact that Hashem brought the mitzvah down to logic and reason. But looking at the essence of the mitzvah, all mitzvahs are the same. So this is the difference between uh, these two elements of mitzvahs, the desire of Hashem in the mitzvah, and the, uh, the various character of, of the mitzvah, the various light of the mitzvah. Let's go now to back inside the Mayim, oh, 3702. So, so let's just give a brief recap of where we are in the world. Um, it's just two lines more. There are two things we have to have in mind when we do a mitzvah. We have to do them because Hashem said so, that's equal no mitzvahs. And we have to do each mitzvah because of what the mitzvah is about. Either, or even the mitzvahs which are beyond logic and reason, we have to do them because Hashem made the decree upon us. In other words, you have to have that element of Kabbalah Selah. Hashem wants, there are some mitzvahs, that's like the mitzvah of the red heifer, where the, the kavana you're having is, Hashem wants me to do this in a way of obedience. Hashem wants me to accept him as, a, as my king. Hashem, the, the, the relationship that Hashem is looking for in the red heifer mitzvahs, the mitzvahs beyond logic and reason, is the is the devotion of a subject to his king. And the mitzvah, which makes sense, Hashem was looking for the specific meaning of that mitzvah that, that's supposed to touch our, our, our feelings. So each mitzvah, do for two reasons, because Hashem said so, and also for that specific thing that that mitzvah is supposed to give you. And we're going to see how this will help us answer our question. The question was, why does a wise son order the mitzvahs in first edus, then chukim, then mishpatim, which that doesn't seem to fit in the order of logic, uh, then going t- towards higher than logic, or going from higher than logic towards logic, seems to be totally out of order. With Hashem, we will continue tomorrow. Any questions or comments? All right. Great day, David. Great day, Jonathan. Great day, Dr. Bresson. Great day, Ravari. Great day, Beryl. Great day, Zev. Great day,